Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exclusive episode of Game Shows, I suppose, for you, my friends over on Patreon. Thank you for your patronage. I am Jordan Haas with free time on my hands, so I decided I'm going to record a bonus episode of the podcast about the one thing that I know something about, Game Shows, I suppose. As I'm recording this, it is August. I've already finished all of the episodes of the mainline game shows, I suppose. So wherever this lies, I don't know. But uh, I, I do love talking about game shows. I debated rather not to just record more episodes, and I figure just leave it to Patreon. You know, if people find it, they'll find it. If not, oh well. It's, it's not like it's an end-all be-all. Today's episode is a British game show like most of the other ones we talk about, but this time around, it's a different kind of game show. It is called 321. Uh, now imagine I'm trying to not flip you off while saying 321, because that is the name of the game. 321 is also one of the rare first game shows I could think of that was it trying to be an international format. So with the uh, the game show is based off a uh, I think it's a, it's a game called Undos Tres, uh, which was I believe in Spain. Uh, Undo Stress Responda Otro Vez is the name of the game. Uh, and it, it's basically one, two, three shows in one. Or, I guess, three, two, one shows. One, two, three, three, two, one. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, but what they have is all sorts of different characters. Now, in the original Spanish version, they had Ruperta the Pumpkin and Butilde the Boot. And then El Cholo and El Inticholo and El Boom and El Crack. But in the British version, it's a guy by the name of Dusty Bin. But when I think about 3 to 1, I, I think of like, I'll think Ted Rogers in 3 to 1 in the hand signals. Kids trying to replicate it and then they flip people off because game shows. It's funny. Tee hee hee hee. But, but one thing I enjoy about this uh, show is. When you first see three, two, one for the first time, it's boring. I'll give, I will tell you right now, it honestly is a very boring game show, but it does follow three shows in one. It's a, it's a game, it's a game, it's a quiz, it's fame and showbiz, which basically is a nice way of saying variety show. Uh, it, this is one of those game shows where it's definitely a game show more than a variety show but in some cases you could argue it's not and it's more variety show than a game show and that's why i wanted to do this right now on patreon i figure this is one of those shows that could be debatable if this is a variety show or just a game show or not because if this is classified as a variety show then it's not a game show so it's not technically a game show i suppose episode uh, which means that things like Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show is a game show, and I should talk about Carpool Karaoke then with James Corden, even though that's not a game, that's just a segment on the show. Or maybe I'll talk about uh, Lick It for Ten on The Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, or, or all sorts of other segments and bits uh, that, that fall in line with this is a thing that we do. Do we talk about every game on Ellen's Game of Games for series? Uh, hopefully not, but I can't do it. I, I really could not do it, but I'm saying this is more game show because it focuses on a couple. The couple is the main characters in the story. It's not variety act. 
Unlike a variety show where Jimmy Fallon, the host, is basically the star of the show, and then whoever's the celebrity guests are just the the, the co-host, the, the sidekicks. On uh, three, two, one, Ted Rogers is the host, but the couples who are the contestants on the show, they are the ones that play the role. Uh, it's a dwindling contest where it goes from three couples to two couples to one couple, which is why it's called three, two, one. But it's far from. In round one, it's a quiz show. It's three couples, you know, they got married, their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And they basically replicate the game show Two on a Money. If you've never seen Two on a Money before, don't worry. I'm never going to probably cover that show in my life because it, it's probably like a three-minute long segment. So it's uh, people stop by, and then they're asked to name as many things as they can. And for each one they get right, it's $1. And that can be as much as they can, because in round two, it's multiplied by that much. So you got 12 right in round one. As many as you can will be worth $12 in round two. You got five right. That's $60. So now final round, it's 60 times whatever. It's kind of that format. But for three to one, it's up to 10 questions. Uh, and they give you the first answer in advance. So they's like... We will give you the names of a U.S. state and their capital city. For instance, if I said Sacramento, you would say California. So starting with Sacramento, California, correct. And then it just keeps bouncing back and forth. If you hesitate, you repeat an answer, get one wrong, the game ends, you hear a -a ring-a-ding-ding. And in in season one, you had a hilarious SNL-type troupe give a funny little skit over your wrong answer and as the series progressed it didn't know what the fuck it wanted to do anymore so that's also really hard to explain when it comes to three to one so i'm just going to jumble through all of this part of the show first before we get to the main so mostly it's a quiz so round one with three couples and we go down the line chatty chatty chat chat uh sometimes it's name as many as you can sometimes it's just we'll give you the answer um and it started at one pound and then we got 10 that's 10 pounds 10 becomes 10 becomes 100 100 times 10 becomes 1000 it's the thousand pound quiz which you know for the 80s yeah that's pretty impressive to have don't get me wrong that's really neat but at the same time it's uh, what (laughs) i we're we're celebrating now. Here's where it gets weird. The uh, in the original rules of the show, whoever had the least amount of money was not eliminated from the game. It was the one who had the most money would stay on and compete next week, and the two runners up would go on to the main show at the end. It's such a confusing rule set. So uh, forgive me if this is the most jumbled up episode of game shows I suppose ever it's fractured it really is fractured uh in in later runs of the show they did it so it was all three play for the episode but one becomes the big winner and that big winner goes on to the final round but we have to decide that so besides doing the one dollar uh the the uh two for the money style format they then eventually truncated the rules, so it's now 10 pounds per correct answer, and that leads to the final one being worth 1,000. So it's two rounds of play for 10 pounds instead of just that first initial round for one pound, 
Why? More money. We got to throw it. It's the game show rule of if you can't figure it out, you either add celebrities or you throw money. So continuing on to part one, the thousand to one quiz. Uh, the idea was supposed to be you get 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. Whoever got the most wins. Uh, the questions were usually a word association. For instance, an island in the contestants with the name of the country associated with it. In the first series, winners of the quiz would return the following week, while the other two. But later on, uh, taking up the money one in a ceramic Dalmatian of Krusty Bin. And then they did this weird, uh, later on, it became a, uh, besides the double 10 to make a thousand to one, it became a quiz game where it was 10 pounds and then 10 for each correct answer in round one with 10 possible answers and it would just keep going. And then it was like a point system and the most you can get was like more than a thousand, which was kind of fascinating. But it was like there was 10 in the first round, which would set your bank. And then the ones afterwards, which were 15 different questions, would add on to it. So if you played the game perfectly, you could get 1650, I think. And uh, it, it be, it's a weird quiz. Now, I think the quiz format was kind of fun when it was the back and forth kind of thing. I understand they wanted to try to figure out what to make 3 to 1. The quiz game introducing is kind of weird because it's a quiz show kind of deal. And I think that uh, if they try to reboot the show, they'll try and figure out the best way to make a new quiz game. Instead of the name as many as you can in 30 seconds, here's a skit. Because it, it's an okay format, but that part is just... Oof, I don't I don't know. It, I mean, I like watching that part, but clang, 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 and then here's a bit the eve so we now go into round two of three to one a three to one and uh this is the elimination where they have two couples left and one goes on to the final round uh, of three to one and i look i can't even explain the second round of three to one this was the part i was dreading when talking about three to one because uh, uh, the second round makes no sense it's the most game-breaking thing I've seen in game shows. It's the most bullshit thing in game shows. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. So, uh, like, what, like, I'll try and explain it. It's one game, and it's sudden death, if that makes sense. One time, it's like, here's a physical challenge, kind of like a beat-the-clock stunt based on the theme of the week's episode. So, like, here's a ring toss game or... Here's a ping pong toss game or, or some s sort of thing that would associate with the game at play. And if you got the most, you win. If it's a tie, we do a tiebreaker question. Another round, they did a video game, which would be kind of like the first time I ever saw video games on TV, if this is the case, because it's 1981. So this is kind of a precursor to things like Starcade or Games Master Television. And they would be playing Breakout. Uh, and whoever got the lowest score in Breakout in round two of three, two, one. Just remind people, we're talking about a game show where I'm trying to tell you it's a variety show base. We have sets. We have actors. We have great costumes, fantastic singers, dancers, comedians. You name it. It feels like a big-time Sunday show. Instead, we're going to put one whole act as let's play breakout 
No, really. That's what they included in a showbiz-themed game show. Breakout. What? <sighs> so then, after that great video game round, they decided, actually, we realize people come for the variety acts. So what we're going to do is we're going to show the first three variety shows. And after seeing the three acts, they would have an elimination question uh, where they get eliminated, but they also get to take one of the clues away, too, because that's part of the game. You only have three at the table. Yeah, it's three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Not three, two, one contact. It's three, two, one. And I mean, like, this one was actually kind of like, okay, that makes sense. Like, here's a variety. Here's a question about what you just saw. So that, that last part, okay, you know what? That's fine, because that's what people want to see. You see a musician, and then the question's like, what color was the dress that she was wearing? Like, okay, makes sense. You ring in for the correct answer. You win the show. That's it. But clearly, they could not figure out what to make the format. And that's the uh, game-breaking part of the show. So now let's go into our final round. The final round of 3 to 1, which some people say it's called take it or leave it, so we'll say that it's the case. I call it the final round, is what makes me enjoy 3 to 1. Without a doubt, this is what makes 3 to 1 work. So rather we've introduced this this the the team the winning couple first or the axe doesn't matter. I'm going to play how I envision it even though it, it's probably horseshit and wrong because Whatever, this game show is supposed to be a, a fucking mind science man, brain surgeon. So we have figured out our winner. They won the, the space episode. They won the 1950s swing episode. They won the grand ballroom episode. Every episode has a fun theme, and it's a set. So we, we have our winning couple. Congratulations, you are our couple. You're going on to our final round. This final round is a fantastic bonus round. This is a fantastic game. Why? Because no matter what happens, they're going home with a prize. Catch is, we don't know whether it's a good prize or Dusty Bin. Dusty Bin serves as the show's zonk, shall we say. As we talk about in things like Treasure Hunt and in Let's Make a Deal, there's always the great prize, like the new car, and then there's always the, the clunker, the the... That part. Now, Dusty Bin was this really expensive robotic trash can. Because uh, rubbish bin, Dusty Bin, yeah. Uh, but instead of winning like a physical robotic Dusty Bin, which everyone thought they would be getting, uh, much like things like Bullseye with the bully, uh, instead they got a literal dustbin. Like a three pound dustbin that you would get at the grocery store that cheap. Which falls in line with the other game show. Like, like 3 to one in, in Spain, it's pumpkins. You win a pumpkin as your final round. Because, you know, you're expecting a car, you leave with squash. <laughs> but what I love about it is that this is where the show really shines. Because Ted Rogers kind of acts like your host. Like, congratulations, couple, you're here. And guess who's here to celebrate you? Fresh from their new album, here's a band singing the song, Take It Away, and they're going to perform a song. And they're sitting in the nice set, there's a lyrics, there's great. And then suddenly, like, the band walks out, like, after performing their set, here you go, and it's a prop. And it's like, this is what's called a MacGuffin, because, you know, Alfred Hitchcock would love MacGuffins. It's the red herring prop that you focus on the entirety of his movies. 
uh, and it became like this known saying in the film archive of the prop that makes all the difference in the in the movie. You know, like in in the Marvel movies, that you gotta get the Infinity Stone. That's the MacGuffin because if you don't get the stone, all the horrible things happen. Uh, so so. There's even, like, with AMC theaters. Now, we're still in COVID. As I'm recording this, there's still COVID. But AMC theaters had a bar called MacGuffins for this very reason. And it's just this prop. And it's a clue to what your prize is. Attached to the prop is a, is a riddle. Now, sometimes it's a band giving a set. Sometimes it's a stand-up comedian talking stand-up. Sometimes it's a physical skit, like a Saturday Night Live-style sketch. And one of the actors would walk out and present the prop that was used in the very scene of the of the show and give it to the couple and go, here you go. And there would be a riddle attached to the clue. Now, I'm going to rip off entirely RetroHen.com here, Retro-Hen.com. Uh, there were five prizes in this episode. So I'm going to read off... Uh, all of the riddles and what the props were. Item number one, it's a piece of wood. I think like a little brick of wood, something that would be like a good door stopper. Uh, here's your riddle clue. Take a stab, lend an ear. What's in there is in here. So you have a piece, you have wood. What's in there is in here. What does that mean? So you can think stuff that has wood in it. But hey, dustbins could have wood shavings, so where's your head's at? Item number two is an old boot. Like just a busted old boot. Here's your clue. Not so dusty if you win, you'll see it shining like a pin. Now, is that dusty mean dusty bin? Or what do you win? Hmm. Item number three is just a, a, a st stone. It's a rock. Uh, not green, though so-called without fail, don't throw it in the army gale. Uh, item number four, an ice pick, like a little ice pick. Here's your clue. Cure the fever, stop the rot. No justice here if this you've got. Now, usually after three items, they have to relinquish one of them. And then we continue with item four, then item five. Uh, but we'll just go through all five of these clues. Item number five is a literal fly, like a fake fly, prop fly. Here's your clue. If the king in the castle be one night, this is a hit with you on sight. And here's your clue. Remember, what seems most obvious is usually red herring about to slap you across the face and make you look silly. So which one of these would you like? So, uh... This was the one of the bigger shows on Saturday nights. You know, Saturday nights on UK is like their biggest game show era. So, with things like uh, the Generation Game at one point or Ant and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway, game shows have always kind of been the big Saturday night evening entertainment show. Three to One was one of those as well. But now to finish you off with the clues. So you had so let's just say you wanted the piece of wood. So you pick the wood. Here's your clue once again. Take a stab. Lend an ear. What's in there is in here. Let me unravel the clue for you. If you take away the S from stab and the end from lend, take a stab, you're taking away the S, and you're taking away the end from lend, uh, we have table. The prize is a wonderful pine table with chairs set to a dresser. 
So you would have won wonderful furniture and a dresser set. Here is your old boot. Not so dusty if you win, you'll see it shining like a pin. Well, let me, you're probably thinking a lot of different things. Uh, but you're, you're thinking maybe that's the dusty bin or maybe it's like sh shoe shine kit. I don't know. But here in the Unraveled Clue, realize the fact that it's over unlooked. If you end up with the booby prize of dusty bin, you don't take him home. Instead, you take home a shiny new galvanized bin. Not so dusty. So there's only one place for the old boot, and a new dustbin would be yours. You would have won dusty bin on the old boot. Because like I said, you don't win the actual dusty bin. You win an actual new dust bin. That's Z. You're not so dusty if you win. You don't win dusty. The stone, if you pick the rock, number three, or third item. Not so, not green, though so-called without fail, then throw it in the army gale. If you're looking for something that's not green, there's a saying, people who live in glass houses, they shouldn't throw these. They shouldn't throw stones. Gales are army jails, often referred to as green houses. Gardeners with glass green houses can't throw stones. That's right. It would have been a new greenhouse with garden furniture. See, that's see, that's the kind of level-headed thinking I love. They put, like, for a greenhouse, a, don't throw stones at this place. A nice pick. Cure the fever, stop the rotten injustice here if this you got. Uh, so if you need to lower temperature to cure a fever, lowering the temperature also stops rotting and just is broken down mixed just ice. No just ice here. If this you've got, that's right, it's a fridge freezer. Complete with its own ice making kit. And then if you pick the fly, uh, if king in the castle be one knight, this is a hit with you on site. Clue Renavel, you put the K in front of knight, and we get knight, knight. King, castle, and knight are pieces on a chess board. There was a popular show at the theater called Chess, and one of the songs that was featured was One Night in Bangkok. You would have gotten a night in Bangkok. So you would have won a trip to Bangkok, Thailand. That's So there was no car, but there was a trip for Thailand, a greenhouse, a refrigerator, a nice uh, set with drawers, and, of course, the dusty bin. And i got to be honest, that's kind of the best part about the show is let's decipher the riddles, and it's, like, meaningless. Well, if you took away this, and you added this, and you couldn't take away a C, we were talking about Dusty. No, we were talking about a brand-new car. And sometimes it was ridiculous prices. Like, there was once, like, 1,000 cases of champagne, and, like, they had a whole flute out. Like, prices, right, of, like, the colon-era weirdness of terms of prizes were given away. Uh, here's one I'm reading from tvcream.co.uk. Here's a sample clue from another one of these episodes. The arches might provide a clue, not strolling, but he's going too. And you have some lovely sheet music from a composer. So let me explain to you what the clue meant. Well, the first three letters of arches might have been clue enough, but let's also say it's not strolling, but he's going to. Well, if you take away the H-E-S from arches... Arches, A-R-C. All you have left is A-R-C. If you arrange that with the sheet music, you're left with music, maestro, please. So what do you think that means, maestro? The British Leyland maestro, you won a C-A-R car. 
Yeah, that's that's what it was. So yes, if the riddles confuse you and they make no lipping sense, then yes, you're welcome to the world of three, two, one. But these riddles in these giveaway takeaways kind of like let's make a deal. You can take this or go with this clue with this riddle, which one you want is what makes me enjoy 321 cuz interspliced with this decision making is a skit it's a segment and it's talent it is like old school hollywood talent we have a we have a, a theater uh, play we have music we have dancing we have all sorts of variety act performances in a way that makes this grandiose. Plus the fact they all are tied into one certain theme, like the Wild West or murder mystery, makes it so fascinating because not only is it the theme, there is the entire show set is changed to look like the episode's theme. The only thing that doesn't change is like the stairway on 321, which to, which is kind of like to me, wow, this is fascinating. This is what makes me love game shows so much is they took a basic premise of a stick and twist, you know, take this or go with this, added a riddle, made a MacGuffin that came straight from the prop of the show, or if it's something that's really unnecessary and they just like threw it on there or someone's just holding onto it during the set, it goes with it. They don't care. But it's that level of like set design, that level of prop mastering, that level of of you need to be on your game to record this now obviously something tells me this show takes a few hours to make not just like an not just like one hour but maybe like two or three or maybe even four hours but it's something i really enjoy because sometimes it's a car sometimes it's a trip uh but sometimes it's dusty bin and i love that that kind of what's in your head aspect even if the riddles confuse everybody including the audience now Fun piece of information about 321 is they were going to make this for Alan Carr's epic game show debacle, bullshit, horrible, horrible, bad garbage, bad game show celebration. But according to the people who make that, they were too confused by the show. I mean, rightfully so, you'd get confused, but it, there's really nothing to get confused about. Round one's a quiz. Round two is some form of elimination game that they don't even know. And round three is the Riddle Variety Show Act. Really, you could have just made it real easy and just done like a sudden death question after the quiz round to make that the elimination and then extend out the final round, the take it or leave it portion, if that's all it takes. But something tells me, just throwing this out here, there's no way to epic-fy the show and not only that, there's no possible way to make the show even less of a budget because it requires having a great set. What I love about 3 to 1 from Series 1 all the way near the end was that set dressing. It made it look like each episode meant something. Each episode was cool and themed. It could look like a spaceship. It could look like we're at the ocean. It could look like we're at the cruise. It could look like an old school circus. And each week when I would watch this, because it's on YouTube, I would be fascinated. Like, that takes a lot of skill to make this look like that. So applaud to the set designers and applaud the costume and applaud all of the whoever booked the, the talent. And Ted Rogers being there made it feel like, eh, I'm just here, part of the show. This is kind of like a cool show busy thing. This felt like a real show biz show rather than just a run-of-the-mill game show. 
as, as they say. Because when you think of a run-of-the-mill game show, you know, you think the buzzer, beep, answer the question, spin the wheel, some sort of thing like that. But this didn't feel like that. This felt like a, uh, when it gets to that final round, like a sticker twist. But anyway, here is uh, a, a double act. And that's what I enjoy. Like, you're looking at the late, like, the future talent of the world on this show, that that's to me that's the most impressive part of three two one and you're giving away a card possibly it really is like a fantastic format when you get to that pick your three two one prize MacGuffin. but it feels like a lot of people kind of missed that mark on what would make that show great so here's how i would have done three two one because i feel like uh a lot of things go missing so here is Jordan's 2020 or 2021. I don't know when this episode airs. Reboot of 321. Now, as for host, really don't know who to grab for this. I have to think a showbiz person who actually has like credibility in the world of television and movies. And like, I'm not going to say get Benedict Cumberbatch back to host this, but that's what's springing my mind like a Benedict Cumberbatch kind of actual name celebrity to do this get idris elba on the line to host 321 i am not kidding right now i think if you want to make this big you have to actually make it big you get a big name celebrity to host this show now this is the i'm just saying british host because i'm thinking britain here i for in terms of american format i think it, it, it's going to take a little bit of work we'll get to that in just a bit so with idris elba's brand new uh three two one is hugh grant available i'm sure hugh grant would do it uh <laughs> so the every we introduced the cut we introduced the theme of the episode just like the old school episodes this is this week's episodes this Someone can win a dusty bin. Of course, it's a modernized dusty bin. It's a better robotic, but still cartoonish looking trash can. As the theme of the episode is something, the questions of the show all involve something. My idea, my premise for three to one is you have to make it feel like pre-production, production, and then the big finale. You got to treat it like it were casting and that's the the middle part is the casting, and then the first part's prep. I think that's you have to do the prep, the casting, and then the finale. So in the first part, we're doing prep work. Well, our theme is the Wild West. So all of these questions have wild answers, or it involves cowboys, or involves Western movies. It, it the set of the quiz makes it look like a writer's room. So there's a lot of note cards all over the place. Uh, just a big table with different buzzers. So it just looks like, you know, your average production office. I know a lot of people listen to none of what production office looks like or what. It, uh, just think like the office from the TV show, The Office, then just stick with that. And the couples are going to get 1,000 pounds at the start of the game because we're in modern society. Everyone gets 1,000 pounds. Hooray! And using that money, they have to almost like duel on on the, the old game show Duel or or any other of these little like wager game shows. They have to bet their money on one of three possible answers to a question based on the theme. So this round, it's all this. This these three questions are about westerns. 
these three mo- questions are about animals, and these three questions all have the answer of wild. And it'll change every episode. So space will be astronomy, sci-fi movies, you got it. The game ends after either 10 questions or as soon as one player goes bust. When one player goes bust, that's it. Now, in the event of two teams wagering everything and getting it wrong, oh well. That means we've got to go to a sudden death question with those two people playing for sudden death. Each of the three multiple choice questions is, of course, a payout of like one to one. So, like, you wager 100, you're right, you get 100. Round two, and then you get, so you get like, you wager a thousand, you wager it all, you double it to two thousand. Going on from there. Why, yes, if you statistically say you wager on every correct answer, the one thousand pounds at the start, thousand can become two thousand, become four thousand, become eight thousand in round one, become sixteen thousand, become thirty two thousand, become sixty four thousand in round two becomes 128 256 512 in round three with a final question worth three to one odds meaning 1.5 million dollars could be won and this is a easy abc game show so or one two or three on each of these questions of course i need to remind you this is if we can get to all 10 if all 10 are done if one person goes all in and gets it wrong, the game ends because there's a team of $0. The quiz was supposed to be done pretty soon, but it could go into a double act in the event there's big money or the money wagering is getting a little weird after question 10. The 10th question is 3 to 1 odds. That's what I wanted to save it on, and you don't get the category of the final question. Once we have set the stage, which I don't know if that's going to be the name of the first segment, set the stage. We figured out what it's about. We now go into round two, which is the casting. We need to have our couple. Every physical challenge in round two is based off a pre-existing TV show or movie or something that come from the area that we're ex- like we're basically stealing from. So, for instance, uh, if the theme is uh, wonder or childhood imagination, you would have the big piano from what was it, toys or big? That big piano that Tom Hanks danced on at the FEO Schwartz. And you would make it so the game is you have to memorize this 10-key dance. First couple to memorize the correct keys wins the game. If you fail, you lose your turn, and the next person can see the, the setting and go on and try their hand at completing the puzzle. The first team to correctly figure out all 10 keys on the light-up keyboard and stomp on them in succession wins if you're going to do like a wild west theme it's a duel as soon as the one light comes on you have to upload your gun and hit the trigger button uh and then a little puff of smoke goes it's not a real gun we don't want to really shoot but if you shoot it first and win the duel you win and it's just the 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 one showdown the one gun that's it and then we go into the final round which will take up the remaining part of the hour here is uh, the first clue. This is your first prize. Take it away. So-and-so. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. They do the dance. They do the singing. All right. Here's your MacGuffin number one. Uh, and then it's the clue. And then you get number two. Here we go. And then here's number three. Take it up. Now, what, you have three of these. We can only have up to three at the table. Which one do you want to take away? 
before we get to the next one. Let's take it away. Let's reveal what the prize is if it's Dusty Ben. Hey, from here on out, you have a great prize. That's fantastic. Let's see what number four is when we come back. Welcome back to the next part, and we keep going from there. Until we get to that final act, that fifth and final act, you got to make your decision. What's it going to be? We got it. You only have two left. And then they make their decision. Let's see what you could have had over here. All right. Well, let's see what you have won. Let me do this. Well, if you took the riddle seriously, uh, feeling tired might mean a nice bedroom, but tired also could mean the tires on a brand new car. Did we give you a car? No, we gave you a wheelbarrow, but it's not just any wheelbarrow for gardening. It's a wheelbarrow full of money. Here's 10,000 pounds or something. All right. So, and that will be the end of the UK version of three to one. Cause that seems like the most obvious kind of version of the show. If we were to do an Americanized version of 3 to 1, which has never been done before, probably because budgetary reasons or probably because confusion of what the show should really be, you're right. You're absolutely right. Which is why in this brand new version uh, of 3 to 1, you go through the game a little faster. First game, you need three points. Second game, you need two points. Third game, one point, which is your prize. So you're introduced to the same three couples. We are once again introduced to a theme of the show. You pick your famous celebrity of choice. I mean, everyone's doing it these days, so go for it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is probably going to host this, or uh, Christian Bale. Uh, uh, let's let's go with uh, uh, Mariah Carey. So some big name star is going to host it, just like in the UK version. Round one is the quiz. But unlike the UK version, where everything's themed around the answers, because I figure that's the smartest way to go about it, the questions are all about popular culture in general. We want to just start with, do you know pop culture? You ring in on a buzzer, like a buzz in game show. If you're right, you get one point. If you're wrong, you're locked out of the next question, and the other teams can buzz in and have the chance to answer. This is important because whoever is the first two teams to get three correct answers moves on to round two. We once again say goodbye to a couple because that's about ten que- That's about eleven questions you can ask. Eight, nine questions total. Uh, probably have to write maybe ten, eleven, twelve just in case of backups or no one rings in, time runs out. But these are supposed to be easy questions like. Um, what who is the which actor uh played so and so in the 40 year old virgin so you can ring in and say steve carell like things like that steve carell would host this so then we go into round two which is the stunt round uh to get that full-on hollywood gimmick you gotta win it's the best two out of three games uh each of the couples is split into a 1v1 duel with the other one if they win the challenge, they get the point for their team. If they lose, their opponent gets the team. The first win two wins. So, of course, like the, if it's a boy-girl couple, the girls go against the girls, the guys go against the guys. Uh, and they're all themed based on the week. But because this is like a Fox game show, it's more over the top. Wow, a stuntman challenge. Let's go over there. Let's... Uh, throw the mannequin out of the flaming building. I don't know. And in the event that they both win one expected game, the final round is a two-on-two game uh, to determine the winner. So you have three challenges in this game 
to determine the grand winner. Now, in this part of the show, once we've had our winner doing either outside physical challenges or in-studio challenges with audience, without audience, it doesn't matter. You can just fear factor this and just go like to somewhere else and film this and all pre-existing. The final round with the winning couple is the world premiere. It feels like a red carpet ceremony. They're all well-dressed. They're in tuxedos. They're walking the red carpet with the host. There's fake paparazzi. They're about to go on stage, talk to the crowd. Hello, how's it going? These are our couples, and they're about to see some great variety acts. They get to be the co-hosts for the rest of the show. Hey, introduce this, but that's not all. They have this pro- this little clue with a nice riddle. And instead of after every three, they have to make their decision right then and there. Do you want to keep this prize or trade it for that prize? You switched it out. This is what the prize was. You're now stuck with this. Let's keep going. The new catch of the Fox version of 3 to 1 is there's no Dusty Bin. There's no mascot pumpkin. It could be anything. You could be walking out of here with a jet ski. You could be walking out of here with a grand prize of, of $50,000. You could be walking out of here with a bag of jelly beans. We don't know. But you still have a bag. You still have riddles. You still have MacGuffins. Because... In the mind of an American viewer, if I had to choose this, because you're still going to have all of these like new talents, maybe improv actors, uh, talented musicians, talented artists, comedians, you will be having like a who's who of Hollywood, just like uh, what would probably be on three, two, one. So it follows that aspirational non like thing that I always love talking about when it comes to these celebrity with civilian game shows. You're brushing your elbow with the big celebrities. So that's supposed to be what you want. So 321 on this Americanized version is you're in Hollywood, baby. Look, here is so-and-so. You did it. You're, you met the sitcom star, and they're recreating one of their more iconic sitcom segments in the set. Would you believe that? Zach Braff is here recreating Scrubs. I don't know why I'm saying that, but follow me on that. <laughs> So in this grand finale, you have the audience who are all like sitting there in the attendance. You're sitting on the side with the host. You have your little uh, podium, kind of like the award ceremony. And the host is telling you, do you want to take this or do you want to go with what he has? Uh, What's it going to be? The audience is, of course, screaming at you, go with that, go with this, because it's following classic game show law. Well, if you would have stayed and picked the Jack in the Box, do 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 you would have known that Jack in the Box. It's inside the box that matters, but don't be surprised if it's not what you asked for. Well, what what do you ask? How do you ask? Use a question. You know, it's a who, what, when, where, why, and how. Well, how? Don't be surprised. But if it's a how, you would know. What's a great way for getting information? The internet, which is why you would have won a laptop computer and five years of internet courtesy of our friends at Charter Spectrum. So yes, that is how I would interpret three to one. You would have one be an even flashier version of the UK game show to the point of like, wow, we're breaking the budget because we're giving away possibly over a million dollars. And in the American version, you're doing the opposite you're making it all about showbiz and stardom with a big name celebrity, 
but you're pre-recording it, so it's not necessarily an in-studio game show. It's kind of akin to like a fear factor or screen, what was that, screen test? Where you're in one studio, you go to another studio, then you go to the third studio, as we have the same kind of decision-making that comes with the show. I don't think you can really get a cast of characters in this, but it would be great to have big-name celebrities at every attempt to get to that final round. So it becomes like, oh, wow, can't believe so-and-so's there, and oh, I can't believe they're... And they're not just there to plug a movie, which they can. They're also there because we can give away a brand-new car. So in conclusion, I don't think you need... you. The, the reason the show works is because it is three shows in one. Problem is... Not all of them hold up on their own on an individual standpoint, but putting them together is what makes it unique. So you would need to have it feel like this is a one-of-a-kind show, a special, unique event, and you will have something very, very good. Why, yes, the riddles have to be confusing. That's what keeps the show interesting. However, you can go about it with even creative, more creative ways. And that's why I think 321 could actually no problem work in today's market. In fact, surprised it hasn't, considering the amount of celebrity and, and plugs and stardom we obsess over in, in this digital age of everyone wanting to be famous. Just go with that. Just go with 321. You have the couple that becomes famous for being on a game show, and they get to hang out with uh, Alec Baldwin for a day. Stay away from Dusty Ben. And I do like Dusty Ben. I think the, the robot character is very funny and cartoony and great. Uh, but it, it's, it doesn't really count as like Bully, for instance. But that's going to do it for us here uh, on the solo session episode of Game Shows, I suppose, for Patreon. Thank you so much for, for donating some money to me. Uh, it means a whole lot because uh, it tells me that, hey, you, you like my work. You care about me, and I like that. I don't know if you're listening to this, but... I I hope this this last part of your scrolling to the end is a big thank you uh, for your patronage. Uh, it really means a lot. It actually says like, hey, even though you're doing a lot of game show podcast, keep doing it. Keep doing it. I, I even if I don't listen to every episode, go for it. Because then I don't feel so bad about ending the podcast and just doing these. So thank you so much. Have a great night and big smooch. A fizzy fling, two in the saddle, and one action replay are among the prizes in this week's 3 to one now, ladies and gentlemen, your host, Ted Rogers.